Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. We're here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, we'll be talking about the NFL draft, but not just this year's NFL draft. We'll be talking about the last five NFL drafts, talking about players that boomed and players that busted. Yeah, it's going to be fun to crap on players and to praise some of the other guys. I agree. Yeah. And just to, I guess, preface everything, a boom player isn't just a player who is really good. It's a player that outperformed where they were drafted. And in terms of a bust, it's not just players that suck. It's players that did not meet expectations where they were drafted. And all of this will just be based off of the first round because we're not here to talk about the draft for 10 hours. Sounds good? Uh, sounds good. I have... Okay, it sounds good. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. But yeah, we will be starting with the 2017 NFL Draft. And Ryan, which player do you think boomed? I got a few players. Top of my list, TJ Watt. I like that player a lot, yeah. So two linebackers were selected ahead of this guy, Hassan Reddick and Gerard Davis. Gerard Davis, haven't heard about him since. Hassan Reddick, only heard about him this year because he's going to move teams. So yeah, Reddick at 13 at the Cardinals, Davis at 21 to the Lions. Uh, Watt was picked with the Steelers 29th pick. And I think we can all say he has had a much better career than both of them. I I agree with you on that. And I know you brought up linebackers because that was the position that he was drafted out of, but just edge edge rushers in general that were drafted before him. Mm. Solomon Mm. Thomas, Derek Barnett, (laughs) Jonathan Allen, Charles Harris, Taco Charlton, Taco Charlton. They were all drafted before TJ Watt. None of them panned out. None of them. None of them. And the best case is Jonathan Allen, because at least he's still, you know, like hope, you know. There's hope, yeah. And just TJ Watt, two-time first-team All-Pro, one-second-team All-Pro, three Pro Bowls. And he was the NFL sack leader for one year. It's crazy. I think people undervalue legacy or family legacy in the league. Because just look, Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, both are good. You have J.J. Watt, but then T.J. Watt, nah. They second-guessed it, right? It's, yeah. Uh, well, do you uh, believe it's because of Derek Watt? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Because, you know, you got J.J. Watt, who was really good. And then you had Derek mm-hmm. Watt, who was who played a fullback position who played fullback. And then, you know, TJ Watt, they're like, Oh, let's just put him in the middle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but definitely more closer to JJ Watt than Derek Watt. Man, did you have any other players uh, that you thought boomed? Yeah. So about how you said, we're only going to stick to the first round. I found three guys that are all in the third round. Okay. What I thought was very boom value. And I'm sure you might agree. Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Chris Godwin, all in the third round. All really good players. And do you, do you yeah. know any of the wide receivers that were taken out of the 2017 NFL draft? No, I not 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 at the top of my head. Do you? Do you have that I, list? John, I think John Ross came out of this draft. Wait, let me see. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have him as the bust. Do not worry. <laughs> John Ross was the it was John Ross and, and Mike Williams, right? I believe it, and yes, Corey I believe Davis all came out of this draft. Yeah, Corey Davis went first, though, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Corey Davis went right? fourth. Mike Williams went, like, sixth or seventh. Somewhere there. And, and then, then John, John Ross, Ross went ninth. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you have um, any other booms? No, I didn't. I did not. Oh, okay. We're chilling then. Okay, moving on to bus. I, I guess we can just talk about John Ross then to start it off. You can, yeah, go for it. Uh, you know, he could have won an island for running the fastest 40 time. Uh-huh. But he was wearing a pair of Nikes instead of Adidas. I remember that story. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. So he was have... a really like good prospect coming out, I guess. Like to be picked ninth overall, I guess it was all speed and nothing more. See, and like John Ross and another player that I put on this list is like that example that like your 40 time doesn't mean anything in terms of panning out in the NFL. It only means so much, you know? Yes. Uh-huh. But it's like the sexy combine drill, though, that everyone fantasizes about. Like, every every analyst just cares about the 40 time. Which doesn't make sense to me sometimes, but, you know. Exactly. Because, you know, route running and catching is probably more important for a receiver than how fast you can run. Exactly. But I'm not an NFL scout. All I'm doing is talking to you right now about what <laughs> we think are good players. So who knows, you know? I mean... Honestly, we should have a job, though, after I talk about this player, Mitchell Trubisky. Mm, I got him at the top of my list. I mean, there's not there's not much to say. I literally left this. I All I put was Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Were options at second overall, but they and went with Mitch. It's just all I can say is imagine where this team could be if they had a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. They've been to the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky. But I don't think yes. they've won a playoff game. Yeah, but does Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson have an MVP award? <laughs> a Nickelodeon's Valuable Player Award? Oh, and Trubisky Nickelode- has one. Wow. Trubisky made it to a Pro Bowl. You know, I'm just trying to hype this guy up a little bit. He's the backup for Josh Allen now. Do you think he deserves a starting job? Competitor. Competitor to Josh Allen. Competitor. God. No, but I totally, jokes aside, I agree with you. Mitch, you know, he didn't really pan out. But I think we have to, like, I think take a step back and look at the organization that drafted him. Because I'm sure you're familiar with it. But because they traded with your team, but they absolutely got fleeced. Uh, They gave up. A third, a 67th, a 111th, and another third rounder in 2018 just to move up one spot. Uh, they thought the Niners wanted Trubisky, but the Niners wanted Solomon Thomas. <laughs> so who really won the trade? You know, who really won? Uh, you guys, both you guys drafted bus, but at least you came out with more picks. <laughs> so you won, right? Guess you can say that. Yeah. Did you have any other players that busted? Solomon Thomas. <laughs> Go go right ahead. Go right ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I can't because he's now a Raider. I cannot say bad things. So we'll just leave it as that. Understood. Did you have any other busts? If not, I, I don't. We'll move on to the 2018 NFL draft. And this was like a really iconic one because mm-hmm. five quarterbacks came out of the first round. I could see something very, very similar to this draft, as we talked about in our last podcast. Which leads me to my boom player, which is not Josh Allen. Who is it? It's Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. Okay. Not bad. 
So the reason I bring this up is because Josh Allen was the third quarterback that came out. Yes, and he went top 10. He went top 10. The only quarterbacks were Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. And I know Sam Darnold hasn't had the best career, but you can't really argue and say Josh Allen is significantly better also because he only got good this year. He took three years to develop. So that's why I put Lamar Jackson. I mean, NFL MVP in 2019, all pro 2019, multiple pro bowls, NFL passing touchdown leader. He was the last quarterback that was drafted in in the first first round, right? Baltimore even moved up to draft him last, right? Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. You know, he has the, the most single season rushing yards. Do you know how many rushing yards he had as a quarterback in 2019? No, I don't. 1,200. 1,200 yards? Yeah, 1,200. Man, this guy plays two positions. He plays two quarterback positions. Quarterback and running back. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, he's the only quarterback to have multiple rushing, 1,000-yard um, rushing seasons as a quarterback. That is that, that is crazy. Like, he's really I, good. Sometimes, Like, I get that he can't throw the ball sometimes, but at least uh-huh. he's productive. <laughs> When you say that, that just sounds like, yeah, this is just an athlete playing the quarterback position. He's not really a quarterback, but he's athletic enough to put to, so we can put him in here. Move the ball. But yeah, like I think Lamar Jackson, great value. I think that's a good pick. Played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? So I kind of moved out of the first round. Two guys, Darius Leonard and Mark Andrews. So Darius, Darius Leonard went in the early second round. I don't think anyone expected him to be that good, but he ended up being defensive rookie of the year. Mm. as a second round player and then mark andrews in the third round uh hayden hearse went in the first round to the ravens but based on impact and production it should have been the opposite man can you believe that they drafted hayden hearst before lamar jackson and mark andrews and mark andrews (laughs) i I can't believe it and hayden hearst is the worst out of the three and it's not even close i think they traded him to atlanta for a second question mark yes that, that sounds right because i think there are other tight end max williams went to the cardinals, cardinals. Yeah, yeah which is they, they always have a bunch of tight ends yeah and it's crazy because i think atlanta might try to draft kyle pitts at four or five if they trade down but anyways that's we're going down to the rabbit hole did you have any other booms if not we could talk about multiple busts let's move on to bus the first bus i got you mentioned him earlier, Sam Darnold at three. Okay. I, I put him there. I mean, was he drafted in a bad situation? Yes. Did he perform? No, not really. So he has another shot now with the Panthers. But at three overall, I don't think this pick was good. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I picked Josh Rosen. I also have him. <laughs> Do you know who the Cardinals could have taken instead? Lamar Jackson. They could have taken Lamar Jackson. They could have taken Minka Fitzpatrick to fix their secondary a little bit. And you know Mm -hmm. that they got Christian Kirk in the second round. You know who they could have gone instead? DJ Moore. But most notably, they could have gone Calvin Ridley. So you're some. So they botched the 2018 draft then. They really did. But I mean, it did help them in 2019 when they drafted Kyler Murray. But, yeah, by trading uh, away Josh Rosen on draft day. He's our guy. He ended up now. He's not even on the Dolphins anymore. No. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's on the Niners. 
Yeah, I think he's on the Niners. Yeah. It's your future. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. You know, number three overall is going to be Kyle Pitts, and it's for Josh Rosen's new weapon. Got it. That's, of course. Of yes. Course. Okay. That's where all the smoke is. Do you have any other names? Sony Michelle and Rashad Penny. Okay. So I have Sony Michelle. I didn't have Rashad Penny, but I also have Marcus Davenport. Okay. Do you want to talk about Marcus Davenport? Uh, you, you go with Michelle first. So Michelle and Penny, first round running backs. Mm-hmm. You know who went out? You know who they got? You know who was drafted like five picks later? So was it a, a, a guy by the name of Dalvin Cook? <laughs> it, oh, Dalvin Cook did come out of that draft. Nick <laughs> Chubb was literally five. It was like two or three picks later <laughs> on the second That's day. Insane. I don't know mm-hmm. how they missed so hard on with Sony Michelle and Rashad Penny, but other notable running backs, Ronald Jones, Carrion Johnson, Naeem Hines, Chase Edmonds, I would prefer any of those over Sony Michelle and Rashad Penny because they can at least stay on the field. These two players combined did not even play, I don't think, 10 games during the 2020 season. Their ability has been an issue. They're tra- they can't catch the ball, but they can't run either. And that's in their name. They're also- that's in their position. I think they, they're, they're also put in situations where there's no clear-cut running back in New England or Seattle. It's more of this kind of like hot hand. So they have or you play whoever that's not injured. Yeah, so they have opportunity, but they're still not preferred. It happens. It happens, yeah. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, talk about Marcus Davenport. Oh, no, all I got to say is the Saints traded all the way up to get this guy in the first half of the draft. And uh, yeah. We can leave it as that. <laughs> they moved up a lot. <laughs> they moved up a whole lot to get this guy. It was to the point, I remember, we saw this draft and we were like, I think we were together. I saw the draft. I was like, wow, this guy must be good. You know, you probably agree too, you know? And then just never heard of him. Looking like clowns. Yeah. Do you remember when we thought Joey Bosa was going to be a bust? Why did you, what, did you really have to say that on a podcast? Crazy. I can't believe we did that. That was one of the worst. That was one of the biggest whiffs we've made in a long time. But I think we've been pretty good ever since. Not going to lie. We learned. We we (laughs) learned after that one. (laughs) But yeah. All right. Moving on to 2019. To be honest, finding a boom in the first round was hard simply because I feel like a lot of players got drafted based off value, which was really good. So I got Brian Burns. Panthers uh, edge, right? Edge for the edge. Panthers. And okay. I know you're probably going to Brian Burns. I mean, he's better than um someone else that got drafted in 2019. Okay. Well, we're still in the boom section. Can you please follow the script? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm picking Brian Burns and purely in terms of value. Would you rather have Brian Burns, who gets you at least six or seven sacks, or would you rather have Christian Wilkins or Jeffrey Simmons? Who were also drafted as a de- as defensive lineman. Again, I feel like based off of value, he was the best pick at his position, and exceeded his draft value compared to the players around him. Okay, I definitely agree there. I went out of the first round because I think I couldn't find much in the first round, like you said, and I gave up. So I, I moved on to the second round. It was a very nice wide receiver class for the second round: DK Metcalf, McCole Hardman, AJ Brown. Uh, Metcalf and Brown dominates with size and speed. Uh, and Hardman is just fast. You can put him anywhere in the field. 
agree with you. Okay. I feel like Harbin could be is like that gadget guy. You know, you can put him anywhere. You can line him up anywhere, and he's just speedy. I agree he, with you. Punt returns too, or no, or kick 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 returns. I think because I, I think Tyreek yeah. Hill does punt yeah. returns. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that's all I had for booms. Did you want to move on to busts? Yes. Yes. Let me have the honor of mentioning this one. Yeah. Please. Cleveland Farrell. Uh, good God, man. So. The Raiders had three first-round picks, right? If I remember correctly. After a little wheeling dealing, they ended up with pick number four, pick 24, and pick 27. So they were projected to target Cleveland Farrell in the first round, right? Which is a good sign because they drafted Cleveland Farrell. But they were projected to get him with one of the picks in the 20s, one of the later picks. They kind of got ahead of themselves, got excited, and picked them at four. Uh, I have nothing more here because Clee Farrell was the worst value pick out of this whole damn draft. Man. I feel so he bad. could improve in the future, though, and I'm hopeful he will because he is a Raider. But as of right now, just no. I feel so bad. You wish you had Devin White? Yeah. You wish you had Devin Bush? Yeah. yeah. Wish you had Josh Allen? Just stop. Just stop the pain now, man. There's a lot of other guys that did. I mean, okay. Picking DK Metcalf at four in hindsight would look better than picking Cleveland Farrell at four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have. And that's how bad this whole thing is. It would have. Yeah. You know what? Let's move. You know what? As you bring up DK Metcalf, let's talk about the two busts I had. Marquise uh-huh. Brown, the keel hair. Oh, you, you, you think Mar- Marquise Brown's a bust? I have Nikhil Harry. I agree with you, but why why don't you like Marquise Brown? Quick hands. In terms of pure value, Marquise Brown can't have brick hands and be drafted in the first round. Do you know the wide receivers that were taken in the second and third round? Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, Nicole Hardman, DK Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, and Terry McLaurin. Okay. Is this the draft where J.J. Ortega-Whiteside was drafted? Also came out of as well. Yeah. So, hey, know. at least they didn't draft him. They got Marquise Brown. You wouldn't be Nikhil happy Harry. if the Niners signed Marquise Brown or if the Niners somehow got Marquise Brown? I would not be happy. Okay. okay. Not Fair enough. Does not fit the scheme. <laughs> Has brick hands. I, I don't think his hands are as brick-like as Vance McDonald. Okay. But it's it's okay. He's not the most reliable pass catcher. Let's say that. But he's still better than most guys in the league. Have you seen Darius Hayward Bay? Oh wait, your team's your team's smart. You're you're lucky. They they don't <laughs> draft guys who run faster than the ball and can't catch it. Yeah, we drafted Crabtree. You know, the better player. <laughs> well, Guess who ended up with Crabtree though? No words for y'all. But yeah, that, those are my busts. Do you have anyone else in 2019? Nope, that's it. Let's move on to 2020. Okay. Uh, and I season. guess... Yeah, go for it. Go, go, go. I, I guess disclaimer here for 2020, uh, we're essentially grading rookies here. So take it with a grain of salt. These guys can change in either direction with a few more seasons under their belt. I agree. Did you want to go first? And, and it was like a COVID season too, so which was really weird. Exactly. Uh, I got two guys for booms. I got Justin Herbert and... The other Justin, Justin Jefferson. Okay, I'm gonna sprinkle in Brandon Ayuk as well. Oh, okay, okay. Some some fan love there. I see. A little bit, a little bit. 
But yeah, okay. go for it. So I got Justin Herbert. So I, I know you said something about the expectation of where they're drafted. So I know he was drafted high at six, but the Chargers did just sit there. They watched two other QBs go ahead of them ahead of Justin Herbert and just have Herbert fall to them. So that's why I think his name deserves to be on this list. Uh, yeah. And then for Justin Jefferson, he was the, the fifth receiver off the board. And I think he was snubbed of a offensive rookie of the year because he had like 1400 yards, some insane number of yards, <laughs> probably double with what Henry Ruggs had. Oh, probably triple. Anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. Um, I like the Justin Herbert pick, especially because this team came in and drafted Justin Herbert, and they're like, you're going to sit a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he but played then the God whole came year. in yeah. and was like, no, let me do something to Tyrod for you. <laughs> and then insert Justin Herbert. And he played well. He did not look like he needed to sit a year, which is crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. because when you think about it, like the Chargers did not have a game plan for him. Yeah, the scheme was for Tyrod Taylor, and they just threw him in. Yeah, and you know what's even crazier? He said that the game is still fast for him. So imagine when it slows down, (laughs) he'll he'll probably do better. That's crazy, but. Hopping back on to Justin Jefferson, I also added Brandon Ayuk. It's just because of the wide receivers that were taken ahead of him, and we're not going to mention them. But yet, again, the reason why I put Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk is because of where they were drafted. Because I could have put C.D. Lamb. But again, Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk were the last two wide receivers taken, and they're arguably the best wide receivers in the first round. Exactly, because I think... CD Lamb doesn't fit here because CD Lamb, some analysts had CD at number one for all wide receiver rankings. Yeah. So they overlooked Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, busts. I will save the player for the end. The player. Yeah. Let, let me say the player as well. Oh, yeah. We will save the player. For the but end. we'll talk about other players first. Yes. First one I got was Andrew Thomas. Fourth okay. Pick overall by the Giants. Yes. Jedrick Wills, Tristan Wirfs, very, very good offensive tackles, offensive line. Yes. Even Austin Jackson from, I think, Miami. Decent. It's scary because Andrew Thomas was drafted, I think, purely based off of like his size and quote-unquote athleticism, Yes. which scares me because... Panay Sewell's the same thing. Athletic freak. But can he pan out to the next level? And that, that got me concerned. But, I mean, again, Andrew Thomas was injured, so there is still some time for him to bounce back. Yeah. Uh, another guy got Jeff Okuda. Yeah. Uh, third overall. <laughs> was supposed to be very good. Was supposed to be another lockdown corner from OSU. Actually, okay, okay. Quick sidetrack. You know how we praised OSU cornerbacks, like probably at the beginning of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, all their careers don't look that good right now. No. Marshawn Lattimore just ran into some trouble. Uh, Damon Arnett for the Raiders, no bueno. Uh, Jeff Okuda here. You know, it's just I don't know what's wrong. But anyway, didn't Eli Apple uh, come out of Ohio State too? Yes. <laughs> 
So I, I, I really think we got to remove. Stop. Yes, it was all. He was also drafted by the Raiders. No need to remind me. But I, I, I think we got to remove the label that Ohio State produces shutdown corners. It's no longer cornerback university. But yeah, it was a COVID year. But but he definitely got burned more than a few times uh, when he was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last player I had, well, the second last player I had was Ceh, just because there was so much hype about him. Just for running backs like DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, and J.K. Dobbins, just run circles around this man. Um, but the thing is, do you think that there was so much hype just because he was going to play with Patrick Mahomes in an Andy Reid offense? So then the hype was kind of like artificially produced just because of the situation he was going into? Yes. And, and I feel Rather like than his abilities as a player. Exactly, that, and that was the problem, right? Because you're like, oh, okay, okay, perfect scheme fit, but he didn't fit the scheme. He still, he still looks a little clueless out there when he has to when he has pass blocking assignments. They had to bring in Le'Veon Bell, the ghost of Le'Veon Bell. Not even, not even Le'Veon Bell. That is true. Ghost of Le'Veon Bell. Now I get it. They, I think they released, um, or they they moved on from, um. Not Daryl Williams, but the other Williams, Damian Williams. He's gone too. So it really is CEH's backfield, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens in 2021. It's going to be soon, in like four months. In four months. And uh, your last guy? It's the guy. Ah, the guy. All right. Ah. I don't even want to talk about this. Henry Ruggs III. Is that the name you wanted me to say? Yeah. Should have been okay. third to last wide receiver taken out. We'll keep this. Uh, all, right. all right. So we'll we'll keep this simple. Just please don't be John Ross. Uh, I signed up for every religion praying with a lot of hope that you will not be John Ross. That's all I gotta say, man. He I don't even know, man. So do you remember we had the conversation where how come John Gruden doesn't use Henry Ruggs more? Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember what I told you? Say it again. I oh, love hearing this. Uh, 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 okay. Yeah. Because you guys got brain. That's why you love me saying this. Well, I, I did some research, right? And it actually was not John Cruden's fault this time. Hard to believe, right? It's because Henry Ruggs can't get open. You know, all this speed, but you can't outrun people. Can't get open. So I don't know. I, I don't know, man. <sighs> And I think the hype happened after he came out of college. It, it, it was like, it was, it's almost like a smokescreen, you know, because this guy apparently had the best hands because he didn't drop anything. But also at the same time, he wasn't targeted, targeted as much. So, you know, believe what you want. T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr., Vishkish Kanal, and Chase Claypool. All went out in the second round, and I'd prefer them over Henry Ruggs in a heartbeat. Okay, you don't even have to look that far. Just look at Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk. Wouldn't you take all those four ahead of Henry Ruggs as well? They came in the first round just about 10 picks away from Henry Ruggs. I just see it sucks because, you know, 
Jerry, Jerry Judy got drafted by the Broncos, so you get to see him twice a year. And then you got Henry Ruggs. No, don't worry, don't worry. They get to see Henry Ruggs twice a year. <laughs> they should be scared. Of course. Right? Did you have any That's other guys? Nope, 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 nope. All yeah, right. Now. This is the fun one. Okay. Who do you got as your boom prediction or multiple predictions? I, got, I only got two guys for booms. Okay. Jalen Waddle is my boom guy. Ooh. And I think it's Jalen Waddle because everyone out here is talking about Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, but I got my eyes on Jalen Waddle. So people saw this guy's talent out of high school because he got 20 offers out of high school, even though he's only like, what, 5'9", 180 right now? But if you look at his stats, right, um, he had an ankle injury last season after week four. So no one is talking about him much because he, he was injured. But during those four games – very, very spicy. Uh, at least 100 yards per game in each of those four games and four TDs over that span. Mm-hmm. He's a fast guy like Tyreek. I, I don't think he's as muscular as Tyreek and maybe not quite as fast as Tyreek, but I see the comparisons. Uh, I think it's Jalen Waddle because he's not going to be the first receiver off the board. That's why I think he'll be a boom. Got it. I have Kyle Pitts. Oh, but isn't he going to be drafted hella high, though? Projected? So I, I agree. I totally agree. He's going to get drafted high. Are you going to get drafted high? I think how the draft's going to trickle down is that Kyle Pitts is actually going to slip. Oh, you think he's going to slip? I think I think teams are going to trade down because I think teams want a quarterback. That is so very I, true. I see quarterbacks going off, then Jamar Chase, and then probably like Panay Sewell and – Maybe if a team really wants an offensive tackle, they might trade up for like Rashawn Slater or something like that. But like, depending on how the situation plays out, Kyle Pitts could be the first receiver off the board. Receiver, yeah, he could technically. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, first, first tight end or like pass catcher. Yeah, first pass catcher off the board. Yeah. See, and like, but like, okay, I don't, I don't see Miami drafting him, and I, I really only see teams like Atlanta, Philly, and maybe even Cincinnati question mark if they don't want offensive tackle. But again, like those are also teams that you know might want a like a wide receiver or pass catcher or Atlanta looking to trade out of the fourth pick for a team that wants a quarterback or something like that. Um, okay. But the reason, the reason why is because Kyle Pitts, when you think about where he will be drafted, the value is there. Those are all teams that really need a tight end and really yes. just need a pass catcher in general. I mean, you look at like Philadelphia, you look at Cincinnati, right? Like that's your missing piece, right? especially in Philadelphia, right? They need an offensive weapon. It's literally their only offensive weapon. And Very he true. brings that talent, right? These are teams that are going to play from behind. Their defense is arguably not the best. So they're going to be passing a lot, right? He will be used, again, very good offensive weapon. And it's hard to imagine him going to a team for it to be a bad fit. Because like my concern with Jalen Waddle is that he goes to a team like the Giants, where they have like Kenny Galladay yeah. and Evan Ingram already. And the, the offense runs through. Okay. Um, Evan Barkley. Ingram's not much, but yeah. Let's, okay. Let's, yeah. let's not digress. Yeah. Didn't they, didn't they get Kyle Rudolph? No. Is it Kyle Rudolph? What? I don't know. Well, do a quick check. They got a tight end. No, yeah. They, 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 got, they got Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. So that's, that's like my concern with like the wide receivers. I guess, and like Jamar Chase, I feel like he's going to get He's overvalued just a little bit. I feel like Miami should trade down or someone else should draft him, but that's why I put Kyle Pitts. 
All right. I like that. Uh, one last guy I have. I'll do a quick 10 seconds on him. Michael Parsons, big, fast, physical. Not the best in pass coverage, and he does have some character concerns, but his talent and size is too good to pass up. Like that. All right. Bust. I think we both can agree who the bust is. Hey, I have one big bust, and I have the other guy that I'm a little bit skeptical about, but I, go ahead and talk about that big bust. It's Gregory Russo. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the pro day for me, man. It like, definitely okay. was, dude. Here's the thing. Gregory Russo is what people thought would happen to Nick Bosa when he set out. <laughs> oh, he's he might yeah. be slow. He might be rusty. And what did Nick Bosa do? Did well. Defensive rookie of the year. Great. Entering Gregory Russo. Why does his 40 time look like it's in slow-mo in real time? He never excel. If he was in Madden right now, he has one acceleration. That's it. He did not he, accelerate. He, he, he moved like a 6'7 man, like a, a real 6'7 man, just not that mobile. I am scared. He can't lift his feet, dude. It's a challenge. Do you think for you him. can jump a 30-inch vertical? I think I could. I mean, okay. I like I like the confidence. I mean, at least for me, I have to cover the gap in the height between me and Gregory Rousseau. And then yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like the actual <laughs> jumping. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Gregory Rousseau doesn't have to go that high to hit 30. Like I might have to travel a little bit higher to get 30, but my God, I, dude, I think my favorite one was the broad jump. I could not believe how short it was. It made, it made. You, know, you look at it and it's not that bad, but then you look at how tall he is and then you start, that's when your concerns start kicking in. Cause he's like six, he's officially six feet tall and 6.5 inches. Yeah. I, just I said that very weird, but yeah. It's okay. I'm question, just question mark. Just question mark. What? What's up? His 2019 season wasn't bad. Yeah, that's great. Have you seen someone in 13 games put 19.5 tackles for a loss, 15.5 sacks, and two forced fumbles? You know, it's pretty crazy. Okay, so you so your team should draft him. In the second round. <laughs> Not in the first. All right. Who was your who was your other guy? Yeah. Uh Caleb Farley. I agree. I agree. <laughs> you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So this man, similar to Rousseau, sat out in 2020, mm-hmm. had a boom year in 2019, just like Rousseau Rousseau. But uh he so before that he had an ACL injury. Uh so is this guy a one-year wonder because he only had 2019 to show for? And he strategically sat out in 2020. You get where I'm going now? I don't know. I'm no scout, but I think this is a risky investment, but it's definitely not a surefire bust. I think people are starting to, he's not the first cornerback off the board anymore. I think the first corner is either JC Horn or Patrick Sertan. Yeah, I think people are starting to put Patrick Sertan and then, yeah. and then JC Horn's climbing boards too out of nowhere. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's because his dad played in the NFL. His dad was like Joe Horn or something. Yeah, Joe Horn, yeah. So that's crazy. But yeah, I'm. Oof. Those are all the guys I got. I, I, I'm still in shock by Gregory Rousseau. He should have just sat out the pro day, dude. 
<laughs> that's like the worst part you know when when people are saying you, you had a better chance being drafted earlier if you just didn't show what you could do and like what sucks too is that like the pro day wasn't even required it wasn't so you had the you 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 had the option to be drafted higher mm-hmm. i just don't know like did he not train or did he think he was going to be able to put up better numbers or he thought these numbers were going to be enough like I, I, I just don't know what was going through the thought process of him and his team, you know. I wish I knew as well, but yeah, that wraps it up for me. That wraps it up for me as well. All right, then to to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening, and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys in the next episode where we do a live mock draft. We're going to speculate on what teams will do just one week before the real draft, and that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.